0: Crew goes to space on purpose this week on Hapless Heroes.
1: I had the feeling that it was like a J, but I just got wrong J, you know?
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I'm Francesco, and I will be your host and DM for tonight's adventure. Before we get into the meat of this adventure, I'm going to introduce my cast, starting on my virtual left, with Dave playing March. Hey, how's it going? Seb playing Chum De Loom. Morning. Louis playing Lev Zangiv.
1: Good morning.
2: <laughs> Mike playing Brunner Brew Blitzbore.
1: Let's get this show on the road, or or in space, or wherever we're going.
2: John is jam jam.
3: Jam jam wants better boomstick.
2: And Nicole as glorp glup glup. Okay, I'm almost done this
4: seating chart.
2: When we last left off, um, you know, you guys had kind of taken the day to do some final preparations before this mission. You filled in Percival uh, about like kind of what's going on. He offered some assistance in the way of, you know, maybe, you know, providing some non-lethal ammunition um, for the newly acquired firearms you have, as well as, you know, he talked on the phone to Father Jack Hayes and confirmed, at least for you, that Proxy does work for the flotilla, um, but he is a rather mysterious individual. You know, not a lot of information is really out there about the guy um, that is publicly known or known by Father Hayes. Uh, You know, we ended the night at the uh, and Flagon, Um, not, you know, walking distance from your place. Uh, and we're going to start the day as the adventure begins. Now, um, Jam Jam, you were told your contact was going to be dropping some, you know, things off for, for Chum at about, you know, 5 AM. However, let's see if anyone actually gets up at 5 AM. Um, all of you who were drinking last night, so that would be the exception of brew and glork. I need all of you to make constitution checks, please. Saving throws actually.
3: On the way back, uh, could we have said that Jam Jam had requested that Percy take a look at his weapons at some point in the night?
2: Sure. Do what exactly? Try
3: to just make sure they're clean and functional and not going to like oh, backfire ab- absolutely. or jam. Yes,
2: or- yes. He would inspect all of that and make sure that, um, you know, exa- yeah, they, were, they, are, they are in at least operating condition. He is capable of doing so. In fact, I will actually see exactly how capable by making a check silently. Do
1: I also have to roll? <laughs> because I am. My threat crane are sleepless. So I don't hey. have to sleep.
2: Still have to rest. He's a, he's a it's tank.
1: like a meditation. What are you. Sure. Do you want me to roll a constitution for that, I guess?
2: Yeah. I mean, how well are you able okay. to. How, how restful is this meditation? There, am I adding anything to it? Constitution save. If you have a bonus to your saves. Uh,
3: <clears throat> I got a 16 to ain't my first day.
2: He had a sixteen.
3: Now, can I can I just ask why specifically uh, we're rolling a Constitution check?
2: Oh, just from yeah, you know, it was a long, it was a night of drinking. To see if we helping. wake I'm up just, at five a.m. I'm, I'm just again, I'm not like this is not going to be a very difficult save. I'm just, I'm just I would like seeing to just clarify uh,
3: huh? that one of the Dolwar traits is that they can't get drunk on alcohol.
2: What is that exactly? What, what it says in <laughs> the document? I think I might have I might have missed that when I scanned through that. Yeah. You're telling mm-hmm. us now? I love this. No, 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 please. Yep. I, would you like to, could you please read the feature uh, to the to the class, please? I
0: think I've watched you put down so many bottles. Mm-hmm.
3: I can explain why I would be. Tyler, this, might, this
2: might be the explanation now.
3: So it says within their beaks are a pair of pointed fangs, yada, yada, yada. They are also immune to the intoxicating effects of alcohol. Though sweet foods such as fruit and honey strangely have an effect on them similar to the alcohol and other creatures. So the reason okay. you saw Jam Jam drunk previously was that he had slipped a chairs. lime or something like that <laughs> it into his Was the pineapple
4: drink. on the drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> what a reveal! You what a reveal! Awesome. Sneaky, uh, and the margaritas,
4: <laughs> right? All of the sugar. Um,
2: Again, just a, a, a quick. Again, another shout out to the designer of this this, this yeah. custom race, Kieran Wright, because this that is just chef's kiss. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So
0: I'm flabbergasted. Uh,
2: wonderful. So in that case, Jam Jam, yes, you may you may abstain from the Constitution check today.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
2: But I heard some 16s. I just didn't hear yeah, March.
5: We got a two pair. Um,
2: 12
5: plus zero, mm-hmm. so 12.
2: Okay, that's fine. That's fine. This is not like you guys weren't like partying extra hard. This wasn't any sort of special intoxicants or anything like that. Like you guys are fine.
4: I also chose to participate since I was up super late doing lesson plans, but I rolled a 16, so I'm also Okay, safe. that's all right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 16s <laughs> across the board. Yeah. Seb, so yeah, did you yeah. have a question?
2: I saw, uh, yes. I saw a hand up.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, what would I need to roll to affix the rubber bullets from these magazines to the outside of these flashbang grenades.
2: What would you need? Duct tape? I don't know. Like, I like, got that. You... I got tons duct of duct tape. Uh, how would you? I mean, how well? How would you like to have mechanics roll. or mechanics tools roll. Sure. Hey, I'm going to regret this, but sure.
0: Uh, I think I get advantage on this. Do you? Hold on, I'm reading. Do you? Oh, no, I get my proficiency bonus.
2: Yes. So yeah, with my proficiency bonus,
0: that is a 16.
2: Sure. I, I mean, yeah. 16! You you've successfully duct taped rubber bullets to the outside of a grenade. Yeah, it's combustible. Flash so grenade. This, this could work. Okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, well, then I will say that whoever, I, I guess, you know, Chum, since you were the one who made the requisition you are able to get up and you will see right at 5 a.m right there has you know there's something that's been deposited into the mailbox um you know you saw quick there was but you know you heard someone from the door but by the time you got to the door they're already gone um there but you can see in your mailbox there are two of these sort of like um like unmarked you can see like actually even like some of the information or like um like like logos and things that have been scratched off of these devices they look like no larger than like a like a small um like like cell phone um right like maybe like like old blackberries almost like but just tiny like only two in there like flat it's just two you mean you, you said you asked for two gold? No, I asked for um the uh, and there's a note um kind of like wrapped around them
0: okay well, this will have to do, I guess. He's not getting 500 gold for fucking... I'm going to take him, put him in my... Uh,
2: for, un- for for, for untraceable communication yeah, devices. Yeah. Just,
0: in under eight in hours. <laughs> in under I'm eight hours. <laughs> I'm going to leg out here. I'm going to leg. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would have explained my plan to everyone
2: at this point. So what was it, what is your plan? Crazy. No, you you explain okay. your plan to them. When we do and it? then no. I and then and then and then we can get into the contents of the note that is attached to these communications devices.
0: Hell yeah. So I'd be telling Brew and Glorp what I had been telling everyone last night. I just want to preface this with it's I'm, this is not plan A. In fact, I'm pretty sure uh Mark said it was like plan F or something. I don't know. But just in case these guys aren't exactly on the up and up. And because our priority here is getting back to our home planet so that Lev could see his kids. This flotilla- And bring them milk. And bring them, yeah, of course, because they <laughs> definitely are expecting that. <laughs> I think that there might be better options out there with this information If we sell it to the right people to get back hope, this uh, points at floating junk raft might not be the best people to maybe well, get us back to where we want to go.
2: The raft may not be, but if you look again, the flotilla is this massive flying saucer. There, there right. are other ships in this fleet. Like there are better accommodations and better things waiting for those who right. are able to get into the good graces of the flotilla.
0: So we're gonna trust the people that literally drag around their own poor people town.
2: Great. That And, and let them live there for free without really, right. very, with very little intervention. Right. Um, as sort Put of a last out window resort that has no glass for anyone who has nowhere else to go, <laughs> it's better. It's better than you know. It's it's a better alternative than uh, than other things in this in this uh, particular um, we'll call, right. quote unquote galaxy. Uh, right. So, you know, it's so, uh, you know, you, you mean, I, and I'm only saying this as as the DM. I'm not like you know. Chum can have whatever course. opinions he wants. Devils um, advocate, But right. you know, right. Just right. just 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 putting that. Just just making sure that that that, that perspective is there.
0: This, just might, saying, this
2: may be the only option for people who may have been otherwise like, displaced or don't have a home to go back to anymore.
0: That's very good of them. I'm just saying, are they our best chance? Do we trust them and only them? I just don't think we should give away our leverage without at least talking about it.
2: I mean, they are the only faction you've directly interacted with at this point. Right. You know, There's you so only, know of, you only know. know of the other players in the game because you've been like taught that after spending time here, but you had never interacted with anybody who is like from there necessarily, Well, um, to, at least so far.
0: Are you asking that to, to the group? Yes, yes, everyone. Mm. House meeting. I would say it is
1: only it is only opportunity that has presented itself. Otherwise, it has been our own two hands doing what we want to do to try to feebly get off this place. But no one else has come to us with anything, you know? We are all feeling like... We are all feeling like dog in hot car right now. But this is our crowbar freedom, you know?
5: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do try to get off with two hands. But uh, I think that's beside the point here is... Uh... My god. (laughs) Uh, Something something that's being lost here. Like, okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah, the player's in this game, but you understand what currency is, currency. Goodwill is also currency. And having us be good to our word and, you know, developing a little bit of reputation with these guys might not be the worst thing we've ever done. Okay. Yeah. So, what
0: if.
4: what if we find somebody that's definitely not a vampire instead of maybe just not a vampire?
5: Valid point. Not because you're the one that agreed with me. me. I mean, listen, I never cared about a man's nocturnal habits before. As long as the check clears, what does it matter if he, you know, wants to bite people
3: for fun? Jam no, don't, Jam don't will say... Don't let him in the door. <laughs> it does seem like the flotilla would happen at least an option. Jam Jam has no intention of necessarily returning home home. Jam Jam likes it here. But hmm. there's not much option elsewhere that Jam Jam can tell.
2: This is also probably the highest paying gig any of you have been offered thus far. It's true. Also. It's
3: true. Yeah, I think it was five. It was five thousand. Because it wasn't enough for each Um, of us. (laughs) It was definitely 10,000.
2: Right, 5,000 each. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 5,000 each. each.
0: Yeah, 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 5,000 each.
2: Sure, yeah, I'll let you think that. I think I I do remember saying 5,000, but I'm pretty sure I said that was to, you know. Right, but can I just bring up
0: just, I understand and I completely agree with you guys. I just, uh, March, you've been here the longest. You know the ins and outs. And we all see you with your clickety clackety fancy computer stuff. How much do you think information that the flotilla wants could go on the black market? We're talking multitudes.
5: Listen, without knowing what this is, it could be anything. But I right. would say to make this operation viable, it would have to be worth no less than 50000 So, but understand, we're going to make our 10000 but the rest of it is going to be in good reputation with the largest collection of ships in the galaxy. And we are trying to go somewhere. You have to get in a ship.
0: This is the largest collection of ships in the galaxy.
5: Uh, In uh, opportunity cost for us, that changes things. This galaxy needs help.
2: Well, largest (laughs) collection of ships, if you count, you know, all of the derelict ones that have been fused to this. uh, You know, but there are. I mean, there are other ancillary vessels, right? That that fly with the flotilla. We've just, you know, I know that Dave really mentioned them. The major the major ships that kind of, you know, make up the the core of the flotilla. But there are other ships that are, you know, sort of independently flying with the flotilla and offering protection, you know, in in exchange for services and things like that, right? They kind of all are sort of part of this faction. We just haven't learned too much about them yet.
0: All right. You guys uh, have been real good to me. And you don't complain when I leave little uh, monkey paws all over the floor. So I'll do whatever you guys want to do. The just, Glorp
1: basically cleans those up anyways.
0: Yeah, I never thank you for that, Glorp. You deserve a medal because I smell my feet.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we don't do it. I'm just saying we play it by Ian, e you know, try to be a little measured in uh, how we make our decision here. But uh, I think it depends. Yeah, well, I yeah, know we don't make that decision now. No, 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 no.
1: I mean, to your point, uh, Father Boomstick has never come and told us he is going to get us off rock. Has he?
5: He got me a
2: job at right, the fucking yeah, UP. Right. He just, he, he just, guy, he's getting all all of us a job, and
1: telling us to settle
2: in. Right. About all you know, it's, it's about all the resources he's able to muster. At least he was able to course. find you gainful employment. He he's is a able good to guy, find
1: but... gainful employment, but he is not able to speak to my heart. And that is Reach. issue with Vampire, who knows exactly what to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. I think it all depends on finding out what this information is, and I think it comes down to much. If we get up there, you think you'll be able to access it?
2: You were expressly, I would just remind you, you were expressly instructed yeah, yeah, yeah. not to read the I contents know. of rules, whatever, rules, proj- whatever Project Q is. So just, again, rem- just offering gentle reminders.
1: What if we see it in mirror? Though Is that like reading it if it is like... Hey. Reverse image, you know, he can't and see it in there anyways.
0: That's exactly what. He did. So smart, man! You're the smartest guy, <laughs> bro. I, okay, is everyone cool with that? At least seeing what we're what we're dealing, what we're risking
5: our lives for here. They gave us guns <laughs> now
2: <laughs> to protect yourself in case say, something goes wrong.
5: Can I get in and read it? Absolutely. Can I get and read it? Get in there and read it. Without anybody knowing, I got in there and read it. It's a little harder, but I work on it because I think it's a, it's a noble goal, especially if we can have it both ways.
3: All right. Uh, Jam Jam will again speak up. If the require, if the hiring party knows we read it, and they very well may, we've lost everything we've tried to accomplish here quickly.
5: About three-quarters of it. I mean, the information still the information, whether we know it or not.
3: Hopefully, they let Jam Jam keep his gun. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to buy all the
0: guns you want if this works out the way, you know.
5: If they're trying to take your guns, we got bigger problems. This uh, you know, it's just a thought I got. <laughs> they gave
3: Jam Jam a gun. They gave me three? Specifically for this purpose. Right?
2: Three of them, in fact, yeah. <laughs> right. All um, right. Which... Those of you who did pick firearms, make sure that you do count um, that, well, except for Chum, who disassembled or, you know, emptied those magazines and repurposed them. Um, so I guess Jam Jam, you do also, at least for your, your hand, your handguns, have okay. um, two magazines of non-lethal ammunition. We're going to use that essentially because you know how D&D allows you to rule like yep. non-lethal attacks and things like that. Well, sometimes that's hard with firearms yep So I'm providing an additional avenue for that to, to be possible, so that you know we're not just murder hoboing our way through the galaxy. You know there can be some ch- some some actual choices here made between life and death based on the level of threat or you know what is instead of at just you
3: kneecapping right. everyone. Right. <laughs> Why do I say J- like jam jam just
0: walking through the hall expressionless, just popping You may still height. Height. choose to
2: you, you <laughs> may still choose to do those things. It's just that I'm giving you the option. To, do, to, to, to make a different choice. That's all. Um, Same with the ten, ten of those.
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Oh, I mean, boy. depending on
5: you know the anthropomorphic race. Now that's any of us with firearms, right?
2: Yes. So okay. if you had, if yeah, if you had chosen to be equipped with some, then you would be have you. Percival would have made sure to get you at least you know a couple magazines. That's about as all he's able to kind of get together. You can see that he he, I mean, he inspected everything I rolled for that. Um, Everything is in functional, like everything is functionally usable. There are I mean, unless you all are fumbling, there's not going to be any sort of jams or other things. Right. But there may be some misfires. We do have misfire rules for firearms. So, um, you know that it's it's, you know, maybe about an hour. It's time to go down to the to the to the docking bays. Um, and I didn't say it out loud, but I'm just going to say you were instructed to go to Docking Bay 5. And, um, what I also will say is that, you know, we kind of saw it a little bit in Jam Jam's, like, reintroduction with his character at Level 1. While the Raft itself is a mostly lawless place with the Flotilla only stepping in in extreme cases to preserve order, the docks are a different story. Like, these are regulated by the Flotilla Armed Security Forces so there is a much more like i guess like much more of a security presence when you do reach the docking base um however at docking bay 5 you can see that there's um there is a human holding up a sign that just says casa concordia on it in front of the gates that lead into the um like where the ships would be landing like you know like kind of like i went like the chauffeurs and you you got it from an airport right someone is holding up a sign yeah. As,
4: as we're walking towards the sign, Glorp has been looking troubled since like the second half of the conversation at, back at the Casa Concordia and then turns to the rest of the group and says, Guys, I should probably let you know my excretion pores are on my feet. Someone else should really have been washing the floors.
0: <laughs> oh no. Mortified. I take things. solace yeah. in the
5: fact that no matter what came out of your feet, it's still cleaner than whatever I cleaned up from Chum. Uh,
2: now, here in the docking base, there are also automated cleaning robots, and also, Seb, I forgot to address you. Had DM'd me something prior to this session about, you know, using these communication devices that you received. Um, you were going to leave one with Percival. Yes. I want to make sure I note that. Sorry, um, I kind of brushed past that we were doing some more dialogue at the house. But um, there is still that note that you never read. Um, I will just say, maybe you've had a chance to read it as you're making your way to the docs, you explained Percival the plan. Um, it does just say that, you know, works, works best in the same system, results may vary based on distance. It is untraceable, as you asked.
0: Nice. <clears throat> I'd be testing it. Hello, hello. How do you, I don't know how to, hello.
2: Um, there's a few moments, you hear, like, some fumbling, like, How do you not even, even work this thing? I can hear him, but I, I, I don't even know how to speak. What am I supposed to Hello? Alright, you can hear me? Uh, yes, yes, I can hear you. That was,
5: it's very weird. This didn't, it didn't even ring.
0: Alright, Percy, I'm gonna need you to be on standby. If anything goes wrong, anything at all, I'm, you're gonna be our eyes and ears on the ground, okay?
2: You, you, you got it. This is, I, I I'm, I'm so ready for this important yeah. mission.
0: Yeah, I'm so Percy, glad I could be helpful. Percy. Remember, you're a hero. Click. All right. <laughs> uh, where's the where's our ride?
2: Um so you I mean you see the guy holding the sign?
3: <laughs> I feel like it's slow motion walk towards the guy with the sign time.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, and he and he like, you know, like he does like look you over This looks like I mean it like, looks like a maybe a, a human man about I don't know maybe in his um, mid to late 40s uh, you know he's got a little bit of a salt-and-pepper kind of hair going on like brown and, and brown and gray sort of streaks um, with like a, a very well like groomed uh, mustache and um, he just like looks you know looks you over uh, oh are you the, uh the folks from the Casa Concordia yes I'm supposed uh, to meet you here you you fit the description I was given yes
1: Yes. Are you, uh, Jeff? Uh, the, the, the
2: name is Mulligan. Ah, yes. That's what we were told. Look at right? oh, these people, these yes. names. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, well, uh, come with me. It's, it's, a uh, you, you your ride's waiting. I've got, I've got the ship warmed up already. Should be a pretty smooth... Is this the pilot? Uh, Thank you, yes. Jeff. But <laughs> my, my name is not Jeff, it is Mulligan. Jeff Mulligan. Yes. Okay. No, just mu- no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. I, I misspoke. Just, just Mulligan.
0: So you want us to call you by your last name?
2: Okay, no, that Just is call wonderful. me. Just call me. Just call me Mulligan.
3: Okay. I think he's saying his name is <laughs> Just Mulligan. Nice just, to meet you, Just. Oh. sorry. Oh my, my God. mean
0: something else. I see. I had
1: the. I had the feeling that it was like a J, but I just got <laughs> wrong J. You know. Yeah.
5: And yeah. now, for is some reason, short... in my brain, I associate Just and Jeff together, like.
0: Yeah, they like kind of Justin similar. Joseph or something. I don't know. Right, right. So, uh, just you're the pilot.
2: Yeah, he mut he mutters him something to himself as he kind of leads you to the ship. Yes, I'm the pilot. Come with me. And what he just kind of does... like, like just kind of nods at one of the uh, at one of the security officers, you know, and they kind of just wave you guys forward. Um, they actually wave you around the metal detectors.
0: Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Can nice. I get an up down on this pilot? Is he
2: um, does he seem like a man of courage? Um, he's wearing a flight suit. Um he's courage. he's got uh he can you can roll me an insight check, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I would love that. I'm gonna
0: test him for courage. <laughs> That's a uh, 12 dirty.
2: Um okay. What I will say is that what you're able to infer, especially as you just kind of get a quick glance at his flight suit, is that there are a number of um like medals and things pinned to it. However, <laughs> you it does strike you as a little Odd that, like you know, you'd be having um, at least a moderately decorated pilot um, as your chauffeur on, like, what's effectively as you are now approaching the docking bays, a small shuttle.
0: Oh yeah, at this point, I'm not surprised.
2: (laughs) Um, The shuttle is 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 rather small. I mean, it is not. I mean, you see you see other ships, you know, in some of the other uh, docking bays that you can kind of see from the distance because it's a lot of this is kind of just open. Um, with just like, you know, like a roof over, but again, because of air envelopes and things like that, like these are actually open right now in the current system you are in, which by the way, um, you can kind of see there's a sectors, like a a map as you're kind of passing around. And it does kind of show that right now the flotilla is currently, uh, within the Bevan expanse, which is an unoccupied, uh, system in sort of the lower, um, I guess half of the, this, this sector of space, this mapped sector of space, um, and you were told that you're going to the Marion Cluster, which is uh, based on the map you're looking at. That's it's kind of a it's a bit of a long way. It's kind of side, you know, going you may have to be going around some of the Astral Tech um, settled systems in order to get there, you know, maybe quietly and safely. Um, but as you're approaching, the pilot kind of asks, so have any of you uh, had any extended travel in the Astral Sea before and of you any seasoned seasoned uh, sailors, so to speak?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yes.
2: What was the longest journey you've been on before?
4: It was at least seven or eight minutes.
2: <laughs> Fifteen for me. <laughs> oh, need anyone else with any longer journeys now? Jam, jam. You might be the only one who's been. You, I would say that maybe in your, in your brief exposure to smuggling um you wouldn't have necessarily done a lot of travel in the astral sea you know your your, your travel would have been more like hey we're in a, whatever system we're currently in we're going to take advantage of that and you kind of smuggle goods from within so yeah. you've never really outside of maybe the you know your crashing experience have not necessarily spent a ton of uh even time out there either. even if
3: he had he wouldn't tell this guy so
2: okay <laughs> well something I need to uh, tell you then as we kind of get in and like, you can see that the, the 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 ship I mean it's it's rather like it's it's kind of rectangular right it's got like you know you kind of see the cat there's like a cockpit that's kind of visible from the front um you know some you can see that these like these these engines that kind of have, have fastened these are different crystals like fastened within them and then there's like a docking um bay with like a ramp that's been opened at the back right and it's just, like a symmetrical ship little shuttle um and uh, it's got like, you know, short wings as well. And some like, you know, again, smaller, maybe engines, like, you know, just for kind of small adjustments in flight. Um, and he said, and the pilot continues um, and Mulligan continues. And he says, well, just so you know, this is going to be roughly a three-week three week journey, Three-week. however, you tell us you that know, before. Time passes a bit differently in the uh, Astral Sea, for example. Uh, I'm not sure if you noticed in, you know, the short journey you mentioned of 15 minutes, I don't think you wouldn't have even noticed at that point in time, but long journeys at sea. We don't need to eat. We don't need to sleep. Um, things work a little bit differently. And uh, it may be a little bit jarring once we enter back into uh, wild space, into real space, as they say. Uh, so just, I just want to prepare all of you for a bit of a journey. Just make sure that, I guess you know, while your body may not necessarily tell you that you are thirsty. Let's just make sure we stay relatively hydrated on this journey so that our re-entry is not going to be so painful. We do need you in tip top shape for this mission, I'm told. Anyways, on board. You can see the docking bay kind of goes up there's like a like a, a small ladder that kind of enters into the ship. Um, so you guys would have to climb in one at a time. Um, And it would op- it opens up into just like a small like like a, like, a, just like a crew space that like there's like bunks on like the far walls you can see that there's like just you know just too high um there is like a small table uh in the center a couple screens and and, and you know like computing devices just as like for general information on the ship so you can kind of access that wherever you are especially from your quarters and then another ladder that and the ladder actually continues up again and that's what goes uh into the um like computers, uh, like, like, you know, like the operations room. And then the cockpit is just ahead of that. So very small, like it's not, there's not a ton of space in here. In fact, like, I don't even think everybody, everybody, if you were to all go up upstairs into the operations room and cockpit, like you would, it's still, it's going to be, you know, kind of cramped, right? Like there's only a there's only a handful of seats. Like this is not necessarily a ship that's meant to be carrying like a, a bunch of passengers. Right. But it's been outfitted at least to have some enough space for you guys to spread out and spread around. You know, So all of you kind of find some comfortable seating, right? The pilot starts going through a bunch of pre-flight checks, but he does seal the door to the cabin. You kind of just hear him start talking through the the intercom system in the ship, and he just says, alright, well, uh, just strap in. Uh, We'll be getting moving shortly. It will be about a three-week journey. I'll be back to check in once uh, once we're cruising. Uh, Strap in. It's going to be a little bit bumpy at the start. And then it kind of just cuts off. Everybody strap in.
0: Of course, in yep. the uh, seat that's obviously meant for small people.
5: Oh, I haven't done this shit since I was a kid. I forgot how much I hate it.
2: LARP. Do you, uh, because again, I know that you're you I mean, the last time you were on a ship, you were not ever really strapped into anything, so I'm just kind of curious. I mean, if you want to try to try something different this time around,
4: I didn't have the option last time, so yeah, provided there is like a seat with straps available, I will participate in the safety of strap usage.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have to say that two of you will need to be strapped in and, and seated downstairs, so I'm gonna let all of you decide among you yourselves who that's gonna be.
5: Yeah, I'll go. I know what I'll, I'm not wanted.
2: I'll be downstairs. All right, March and Lev will be downstairs. The rest will be on the second level of the level. Okay. Um, so you know, there's a bit of a rumble as the you know ship. You can start hearing some of the announcements from just just to like you can kind of hear it through the cabin door for those of you upstairs. You know, from um, uh, space traffic control uh just you know kind of giving the sort of uh you know undocking procedures walking through all the checks again you know and then you can kind of hear some some whirring and some like hissing as some of the you know other mechanics of the ship begin to engage and you can feel it lift a little bit off of the uh platform um you know there is a gravity envelope being projected in the ship so you do feel that pull kind of like towards the, the the center plane of this uh you know, of this ship. So like those of you on the second floor are still feeling like it's pulling down, like you're not being pulled to the ceiling, right? Um and the ship, you know, takes off. Uh there is like you know a brief that brief rumble, and then and then you know you kinda hear like a countdown. Like a three, two, one. And then the ship just like bla- like hits like you can you can you feel the this initial lurch uh of inertia as like the ship accelerates to cruising speed very quickly. Uh, and begins approaching the uh, outer edges of this uh, Bevan Expanse, this this Wild Space System. Woo-ha! And within, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, I would say within about 10 minutes, um, you've exited now into the Astral Sea. Initially, like, nothing feels different. It kind of feels very similar, like that kind of strange but un, kind of unremarkable feeling that you felt when y'all were first unintentionally launched into this place. But this would be your first time, probably like in like a smaller vessel traveling through the Astral Sea. I mean, the flotilla would have moved systems, but, um, you know, it it may have been imperceptible. It may not have been. It it was not, you know, they don't travel for that long of an or of a time that you maybe have felt anything different. However, um, the journey begins. And after a few moments and, you know, um, as the things kind of start to regulate, the cabin door unlocks and uh, Mulligan uh, comes uh, back out and he says, OK, well, uh, let's get as cozy as we can. Uh, it's going to be uh, a little while, but uh, don't worry. It, it, you know, it's it, after after a few of these missions that you can it, it barely feels like time is passing at all again. You know, it's a little bit different out here.
0: So uh, how long does three we, week takes out here?
2: Oh, it's still going to be three weeks. It's just I guarantee One it's going days. to feel different. Uh, however, thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Anyone that. up for a game of cards?
3: Uh, jam, jam. will play with him. Oh Three yeah. Three stud poker.
2: Um, so then you, you. So the the folks were downstairs. Uh, March and uh, Lev. You know, you can hear them kind of climbing down that ladder and into the you know this 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 crew area that you've you know that's been set up here. The table only has a couple of chairs in front of it and you see uh Mulligan go to like a small like supply closet and just pull out these like little discs from there and he kind of you know walks over next to the table like plops them on the ground like gives them like, a tap and then they just kind of like like un- like unfold like like you know those cups that kind of like um, accordion Sorry. out and be, you know like from like a flat thing and they turn yeah. into like sh- like like make- makeshift bar stools and you kind of see him like adjust a little thing to kind of tighten them and make sure that they're fit for seating, and then, you know, it puts enough around the table for everyone to fit. The table's kind of small, but you should be able to play a game of cards or two, or many on here to pass the time. As this is everyone's first long journey in the Astral Sea, I'm going to do some things and roll some stuff over here to kind of just see if there's any um, any any things that may happen on the way to your mission. But, (laughs) I would also I'm also genuinely curious how you would all spend your time and like wh- how you would i guess experience this weird sensation of like not needing to sleep you still need to have like restful time like you still need to rest your mind and like, do th- to do like n- like a n- like non activity you know for a certain time to be able to rest but like you know i'm sh- I-, I can imagine this might be a bit jarring for all of you who've never spent extended stays in the astral sea um with just Kind of how, like, it just kind of your body just is not, you're not, it's not doing, like, you, you, you expect to get hungry at some point, but it never, at any point, you don't feel hungry at all. You know, you don't feel thirsty, but like, you know, you, you feel almost this instinctual, like, need to, like, want to do those things because it feels weird that you haven't. So, like, how do you, how are you all experiencing this?
5: I would, I, I would chime in that March, has done this before, but not since he was very young. He is not originally from the flotilla, so he had to have gotten there somehow.
2: It's true. That's true. But
5: he was a kid, so
2: you're an and you're an adult kids. now. Yeah. Kind of dealing with this. So, yeah, this yes. might be a, a whole new experience or a re-experience for you. But Yeah. So I'm just curious if anyone has any maybe any thoughts to share, any initial reactions to sort of this information or this sort of, you know, especially as it's been explained to you.
1: Um, I don't really need to sleep. I can do it for fun, I guess, but (laughs) I really just need to like sit down and not do any strenuous activity for a couple hours. So it's kind of the not needing to eat thing is weird because I feel like Lev always wants to eat.
2: Mm -hmm. And yet it is. It is. It is a bit strange. I mean, I will say that if any of you were like a little peckish. When you left, that feeling of slight peckishness is kind of always present, but it's it never gets worse.
1: It's just like am I eating because I am bored? <laughs>
2: um, at, during this Sounds time, like you know, Mul- life. Mulligan would <laughs> Mulligan would be sharing stories with you of his his time um, as a Navy pilot. Um, you know, he does still occasionally serve with the flotillas, like you know, some of their ancillary vessels, but. You know, this is kind of his his retire his his early retirement gig, because he's done you know quite a few um quite a few missions at this point. And this is you know this work is just a lot is a lot uh, a good sort of settling down for him. Like, because you know, if things get dangerous, he's well equipped to get you guys out of danger, at least in his mind. Um But yeah, he just starts sharing some stories. He tells you kind of about you know thirty some thirty some odd years ago, you know, this big war right had broken out between. Um, what is now the New Federation and the Crimson Imperium, um, and you know he was part of—he was one of the pilots that had actually defected from, um, you know, during during the the Battle of Chalmers Borealis, and uh, you know joined the Flotilla as an uh, you know, as an independent operator, independent faction, as they didn't—he didn't want to be involved in these squabbles of, you know, over it just didn't really, you know, he kind of lost that fervor, right? Because it just didn't feel like they were fighting you know, he's got his own reasons, right, for not wanting to fight. He doesn't necessarily get too into that. Um, But does, you know, kind of talk about the war, which you guys were made aware of during your time, right, in the last eight months, but you know, I mean, you've only heard what stories you've been exposed to. So, you know, he starts he's he's sharing war stories Um, you know, he kind of pulls down like a small projector screen in this room too, and like, you know, he's like, you know he's playing like movies and other things like just finding ways to kind of entertain y'all because like you know he's done this a million times so he's perfectly content with this journey but he's just he's trying to be mindful of the fact that y'all might need some entertainment to just pass the time um I'm not sure if any of you have any books or any other reading materials but there are there is like a small bookshelf also in this common area where you might be able to do some light reading you know things of that nature so I'm just kind of again I'm just trying to fish for how you're occupying your time so I can establish this scene and roll some dice here while you're doing Can that.
0: I role in investigation to make you make up a name for this ship and what kind of ship it is.
2: Well it is a shuttle. Yeah. Um and I want to we'll know like
0: the specifics. Like not you don't have to tell them to me, but like Toom is gonna be aware of the specifics.
2: I mean this is obvious this is very much just it's 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 intended for either short journeys or, you know, and sometimes shuttles are used for more uh, I guess like subtle work you know, for more like, you know, because like it's been it's been known at times, you know, where like shuttles will be put into operation for like uh, espionage missions and things like that because they are such low profile and and, and, um, non-threatening type ships. Like this does not as far as your as far as you know, you didn't see any weapons affixed to this shuttle. So this is very much like, a you know, it's it is for all intents and purposes looks like a civilian craft.
0: With my, uh, with my background and obsession with ships,
2: what I know, like make model. Make, you're gonna make me make this up right now.
0: <laughs> I did ask that guy roll for that.
2: Sure. Fine.
0: <laughs> All right. And because of my background, I get advantage on investigation rules for ships.
2: Yeah, it's uh <laughs> it's an Astrodyne Puma MK2.
0: Hell yeah. Astrodyne Puma. I'm going to spend the three weeks in its guts.
1: Mark two. Don't forget the Mark two.
0: Mark two. Thank you. Thank you, Lev. Always leaving out the specifics, I am.
2: I mean, when you say in the guts, I need you to do explain further. Are you trying to get into the, uh, I guess, more inaccessible areas of this craft?
0: Oh, yeah. I want to see its engine. I want to see its output. I want to I want all the little pieces.
2: Lovely. I would uh, first, I need you to make me a stealth roll.
0: (sighs) Tiny monkey. Tiny monkey stealth roll.
2: That will be a 14 dirty. 14, Okay. A lot of the mechanics of the ship are kind of accessed through some small service panels and things like that, both uh, underneath the floor of the first like, you know, like that, that crew space. Um, as well as, you know, some, like sometimes like some panels in the walls that have like some of the electrical or other components that are all wired in, but some of the other maintenance may need to be done, for, like, you know, work maybe maybe done outside of the ship, right? So you can't get to every nook and cranny or every component. Um, but you, you know, you're able to slip into, you know, one of the areas down below, maybe at a time where Mulligan is just kind of checking some of the systems upstairs and not in conversation or engaging with y'all on this journey, but... What you failed to know was that as once you've lifted that panel up, there is there is a, a small alert, like, like, like not like, a, like an alarm, but there is like <laughs> a like a beeping sound kind of going through the ship. Um, as this seems to be some sort of automated like system to kind of note that you know the there's maybe like a, some tampering or some maintenance is happening, and you kind of just hear through the intercom, "Hey, is it is, is everything?" Um... Is, is, is everything okay down there I'm just getting an alert that there's a panel loose When I get that checked out do I need to come down there is it can you, can someone just confirm the intercoms just on the on the right there just push the button you can you should see it there's just one button
0: is there anybody near the because I'm already in right like
2: i let yeah I'll let someone else uh, do yeah, that yeah. I mean, y'all uh, yeah, y'all may or may not have seen Ch do this but you know that whom is missing
3: uh, Jam Jam is sitting Psst. literally next to the intercom, reading a comic book, and does nothing. <laughs> no response. To the, fir- the first time is prompted.
4: Lurp is sitting across the room, reading their tablet. Um, they're, they're, yeah, they're, uh,
2: it's going to be... In- so I'm actually going to say something interesting, because you're on your tablet. Um, you have no, like, Galnet connection, right? No, like, you have no connection to the local network of Flotilla or any... Like wide area networks out here in the sea, so any information, like anything that you're trying to do would be local to the tablets. So any local notes you may have stored or anything like that. I just want to yeah, that's fine. I have
4: some like local, like some textbooks and that, like you know, some my my ed- my teacher notes are on there. Yeah. So I'm just like I'm I'm currently reading through uh, Astral C one hundred and one, um, or Introduction <laughs> to the Astral Sea, uh, a text. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, uh, uh, observations of the Astral Sea.
4: Yes, and I, uh, I I see that Jam Jam does not answer the intercom, so I, how, is this thing more than 10 feet wide?
2: Um, yes, I wouldn't say much more, it's about 25 feet wide, all told, as far as, like, like actual living space. Okay, let's
4: say I'm 10 feet away from the intercom, so I use my pseudopod to just, like, stretch (laughs) across from where I am, and, like, poke the intercom button. And without um, actually looking up from my tablet, say, "No, I don't see any loose panels."
2: All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll be down there Aren't in a few moments just being? to give everything a quick once over. So just, uh, oh. just, just, just checking a few <laughs> things up here. But as long as everything's okay, I'll be, I, I'll be down in about five minutes. <laughs> uh, Choom, you hear this? I'm scurrying as far away <laughs> <laughs> from this as I can. <laughs> you replace the panel?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd pull it back over where I was.
2: But oh, okay. I'm I'm, so, I'm staying in. I'm but you're if you're staying in. Okay, as soon as you away. reset the panel, the alarm stops.
0: Does he come back on the intercom?
2: He's he, he's said, "Okay, oh, seems like it's all clear now. Uh, thanks <sighs> for checking." Nice. Must be I, I'm going to have to check these sensors though. I am still going to come down and check it out in a few minutes, but um, you know, just mm-hmm. uh again, just working on some things up here. Thanks. And, and this is how Zoom gets stuck clip. in the fucking chat for 3 weeks. You guys open the
0: panel and find me three weeks
2: later. You know, down here, right, there's like a small, you know, I mean, like for a normal sized person, right, they'd have to be essentially crawling (laughs) a little bit through here, right? This is not um, a very comfortable space for most, but you're able to stand upright, right, and have have some clearance above you uh, while you're kind of in this little, like, maintenance, like, I don't know. I'm not, I, I hate to call it a tunnel. It's not really a tunnel. It's just kind of this like little, little shaft, right? That's underneath the the floors. Um, there's not a lot of places to go. It's a it's a it's a tangle of like different <laughs> hoses and wires. But like these are all. But like you know, you see a lot of these these hoses are coursing with like magical energy. Like you can feel it, right? Like especially. Being someone now who's been a little bit, who's, who's been exposed to some some things more of a magical nature, right? You can just like you just kind of almost get this la- this feeling of this latent energy, you know, kind of radiating off of these 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 pipes. Um, you know, this is this is these are all the things that kind of get keep these things these ships operational, right? It's a lot of. Like energy recycling and a lot of, like, especially when you're in the Astro Sea, it's 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 actually taking, it's, it's an intake, too. It's taking in some of the latent energies within this plane and then projecting that out as energy to propel the ship um, at, at incredible speeds. Nothing for you to necessarily, I mean, like, you know, nothing, like, no, no no panels or like, things like that for you to fuck with in here. A lot of those oh, are not gonna, in the walls.
0: Yeah, he's not gonna fuck with anything. He's just gonna be like, mapping it. Like, in his head yeah. he's gonna, like, learn what he can
2: Yeah, I mean, it does feel, I mean, you do kind of get a sense that this, you know, while this ship, this this ship has definitely seen better days, like it's, 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 it's it's probably been in service for a while, but it is remarkably well kept, like a lot of the hoses, cables and things like that are like, you know, zip tied and organized and like, you know, like everything. It's, 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 when I say it's a mess, it's not like, like, it's just everything's kind of hanging all over the place. It's just that there's just so much running through here. Right? Um, but it is it does look well main at least well maintained it's just old it looks old <laughs> of course
0: a lovely um, and after
2: after a few minutes though you do hear some some you know some like clanking of boots on the um on this on the ladder that's coming down
0: you gonna make me roll another stealth, or am I just caught
2: well no, I mean you're down you're in the, you're, you're, the floor panel panel's been reset you' are just you I can't be seen perfect um and you see uh you know, you see him, you see Mulligan come back down. Oh, hello, I'm just just going to check a couple of things. Um, and you see him go over to like a small, you know, like panel or like a, you know, a computer panel in the um, in the room. And, you know, you see him like typing some stuff on this on this like wall screen and, you know, like running some diagnostics. You can see like a little floor plan kind of appear on there. And it kind of it's, it does highlight um, like a panel, like one of them starts like kind of like blinking red. Right. In this display, he's like, oh, yeah, that must be where the sensor tripped. Let me just take a look. And he, you hear you hear footsteps above you, Choom, uh, as he walks over and kind of pulls the panel back, and the alarm kind of starts going off again. Nope, yeah, it's, it's, this is, this is the one, but it, it seems fine. And he kind of pokes his head like down and looks around. and He kind of sees you just hunched over in there. Wait, you, what are you doing? Down hey, there?
0: can a can a guy get some privacy? Jeez. Get,
2: get, get, out of, get out of the internals of my ship. I didn't say it was cool to go down here. Do you have any idea how dangerous it is for you to be down here? Wait, get this up, isn't... Wait, on.
0: hold on. This isn't the suite for the uh, small abled? The ship isn't up to code on the small abled?
2: There are plenty of comfortable places for you to hang out that aren't in the internals of the ship. Please. All right, I'll get caught. That's fine. I'll get caught, he says, <laughs> as if he had a choice. I didn't. Um... Yeah, I mean, he helps you out of there and he resets the panel. He's like, OK, don't do that again. That's that I yeah. don't really uh, appreciate that. That's, sorry, that's that's, that's yeah. very rude. I, sorry. I just, you know, this is it's not your ship. Yep. Uh, if you just had any questions about how things work, or if you wanted to look at something, you could just ask me You know, do be snooping around. Sorry, OK,
0: I give him like the cutesy eyes.
2: Sure. Yeah. I mean, he forgives <laughs> you, you know, no more incident there. Um, I did roll some percentile <laughs> dice. I will say that this journey is at least right now very peaceful yes um and without incident although with some time and some you know just I, I, you know, a lot of you kind of still kind of getting accustomed to the fact that the astral sea kind of operates a bit differently you you know you kind of uh, you know one day you, you know you wake up and you hear that you hear an announcement from uh from mulligan saying okay we are approaching the system I, if you wouldn't mind um strapping back in and uh, don't forget to hydrate
5: so I, I i do want to get into what march has been doing for all of this because Please he's been me. taking advantage of two specific uh environmental factors that he doesn't need to sleep and that he cannot connect to the uh the uh wider internets in any single way He's uh, got a luggable computer that he pulled out of his backpack and he's basically been on that
2: like a small laptop time. like a 13-inch yeah. laptop or something like that Yeah, sure.
5: yeah, it's more it, it's more like a box that the keyboard kind of pulls out of like an okay. older luggable kind of mm. looking thing like a Dolch or something. But yeah, uh, he's is
2: was there anything in particular you were doing with that?
5: Yes, he's got it wired into his uh focus glove uh which is on top and also uh the uh data chip uh that he was trying to read earlier.
2: Yes, um are you trying so you're plugging that into this machine
5: yeah we're we're doing more cursory kind of uh pokes at it like i'm not plugged into the full interface just trying to do a little yeah, bit of some, looking some at general it and, diagnostics yeah and you know try to look in on uh that stuff from the glove a little bit more that sounds great but would only be doing this while we are in astral space once i even think we're going back into wild space we disconnect the whole thing and tear it down
2: so what i'll so what i'll do is then like right before shortly before this announcement is made right um then i will say that you know you were you were doing some some fiddling um you know i mean many days have gone by you've been you know proking prodding trying to do some things i would like for you to make me just a, a computer's check if you don't mind Right, six,
5: nat one.
2: Oh, fuck.
0: Mm. Mm. we almost made it. We almost made it.
2: Delicious.
0: We had
5: one that just kind of skated by. Oh no, this is exactly the spot to have
2: it too. Yeah. So you've been trying. You've been getting a little bit bold in recent days, like towards the tail end of this trip. Um, and today, you know, I, you know that it's going to be arrival day. You know, any, you know, today or tomorrow or whatever, right? Like, you know, you're, you know it's coming up soon. But like, you, know, you just had to try this last, this last thing. And the, you know, your portable computing device like lets like lets out like I mean, a shower of sparks, um, and just like you know, and it just shorts out. Right and ejects the chip, or the um, you know the yeah. device, the the drive. Um, however, your glove also begins to like starts you know is is like also sparking. You feel like it's you should be getting electrocuted right now, but it's it just seems to be kind of contained to the glove itself. Like just these these like bolts, these bolts are just arcing between different sections of your glove, and you like hear for a moment this this voice in your mind just scream project Q ow Uh. and that's where we're going to leave this episode of the hapless (laughs) heroes podcast (laughs) yes (laughs) oh man perfect (laughs) thank you all for listening everybody Uh, If you like us, if you hate me for all the cliffhangers that I constantly subject you to either way, you can find us on the internet and find a place to yell at me about those things. Uh, We have a link tree, which all of our links to our relevant social media things are contained in. It's just linkter.ee slash haplessheroes. Uh, it's got links to whatever social media we choose to engage upon which I'll be honest with you is not a ton of it all the time. However, the crown jewel of our internet presence and the social media that we choose to use most of the time is our chat server that is our discord server. Where you can find all the cast hanging out, talking to different people, having all kinds of conversations about the show, about D&D, about like movies and television, whatever other conversations and, and things we can drum up in our various discussion channels, we would encourage you to join that community, be a part of it. Uh, we were constantly doing different things to like engage with our, our audience there as well, like listening parties and, 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 and et cetera, uh, you know. It's, there's no cost to join. There's no really barrier to entry besides having a Discord account and not being a bot. So hop on in, come say hi, and, you know, just, again, join this growing community of like-minded nerds. They're all super cool. And if you really, really like us, you could leave us a five-star reviewer rating on the podcast service for your choice. All of those are incredibly helpful. I mean, you know, I don't know how algorithms work these days, but I just know that the more Positive things people have to say, and the more reviews or ratings we get, like the, the the I guess the more we appear in other people's like relevant searches or people who are interested in this sort of thing, and we just want to bring more people to listen to the show, and that's a you know an easy way for you to be able to show your support. And hey, if we see the kind words you write about us on a podcast service that allows you to leave a review, or if you go to our Discord server in the five star channel there and leave us. A review or some kind words we'll read it on the air we'll acknowledge you for the five-star human that you are it's a great little thing that we do uh and uh yeah it's just uh, we would encourage you to do so we love it's, it's the wind in our sails when we get to read all those nice things you say uh, but if you really 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 like us we have a patreon page it's patreon.com where we have a variety of rewards but all of that is available really for just the price of a cup of coffee every month uh, we have bloopers behind the scenes audio you know different shows like different like you know like short form show ideas we've been trialing out potentially you know it's lore corner that dave and i have been workshopping you know or and whatever other ideas we come up with you know to kind of give a little extra content back to all of you who've chosen to support us financially you know it helps us keep the lights on helps us replace equipment and so the least we could do is just give you more content to consume as a as a way to say thank you for that so it's just patreon.com slash check it out and see if it's right for you that being said, that's my spiel. That's all my stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and outro my cast in the opposite order. I introduce them, starting in my virtual right with Nicole as Glorp Gluck Glub.
4: I only left three days of lesson plans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> John as Jam Jam. Until next time. Mike as Brunner Brew Blitzbore. This has been already
1: an amazing adventure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Louis as Lev Zangiv. Is there any milk on this ship? Bastion as Chumdalu. I was only looking, I swear. Dave as March. Ah, no.
5: I gotta see if the magic black smoke escaped.
2: Again, I'm Francesco. I've been your host and DM. We will see you next week as we arrive <laughs> at our target destination. Ooh, what Ooh, mysteries Project wait for us Q! there. Project, Project Q, Q. Bye bye now bye 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 Bye-bye.